guys, welcome back to the podcast. So, quick disclaimer, I don't mean any disrespect to anybody or anything or anyone who I mentioned in this episode. So, warning, this um, is kind of traumatizing. A lot of people did die. So, if you don't really want to listen to this episode, listen to any of my other ones that I have made. Today, I'll be talking about the Columbine High School Massacre. The Columbine High School Massacre was a school shooting that, and a failed bombing that occurred on April 20th, 1999 at Columbine High School in Col- Columbine, Colorado, United States. The perpetrators, 12th graders, 12, 12, 12, 12, I can't. 12th grade, so grade 12, senior Eric Harris, senior, so I'm just going to say grade 12 because that I can't, um, because the way that they've spelled 12 is really weird, um, grade 12 senior students Eric Harris and Dylan Kelbold murdered 12 students and one teacher, 10 students were killed in the school library where the, the the parents subsequently turned the guns on themselves. 21 additional people were injured by gunshots and gunfight. They also exchanged the police. Another three people were injured trying to escape at the time. It was the deadliest high school shooting in U.S. history. The crime has inspired several copycats, including many deadlier shootings across the world. And Columbine has become a byword for school shootings. Jesus, that's um... So, supposedly, they made, um, bombs that didn't go off, so it was a fi- So, it wasn't a successful shooting, it was a failed bomb attempt. I feel like people do this for no reason. Because they had no motive, and I got this all on Wikipedia and YouTube documentaries, and there's actually a book about this shooting, so I might ask for Christmas if my parents can get me that book. If I can even find it in Australia. If I have to order it online, I will order it online. It was April 20th, 1999, which was 22 years ago. The time was 11 a.m. to 11.19 a.m. to like 12.08 p.m. The, the targets were students and staff at the Columbine High School, police and police and first responders. The attack type was school shooting, mass murder, arson, attempted bombing, shootout. 99 explosives? In addition to the shooting, Harris and Kelbold planted several homemade bombs. Two of these were placed in the cafeteria powerful enough to kill and seriously or seriously injure all people within the area. Although they failed to detonate, their cars in the parking lot were made into bombs, which also failed to detonate. At another location, and at another location away from the school, two bombs were set up as diversions. Only one, which particularly partially de- de- detonated. The motive remains unclear, but they had planned for around. They had planned for around a year, hoping to massacre the most. Hoping to massacre the most victims in the U- in U.S. history. Which meant, which then meant exceeding the death toll of Oklahoma 
City bombing, USA Today said the attack was planned as a grand, if badly implemented, and or terrorist bombing. So practically, they had no reason. The police were slow to enter the school and were heavily criticized for not inter- intervening during the shooting. The incident resulted in the introduction of the immediate action rapid deployment tactic, which is used in active shooter situations. Columbine also resulted in an increased emphasis on schools created with zero tolerance policies. Debates and, more pan- and moral panic were sparked over guns and gun control laws. High schools cliches, sculptures, example goths, outcasts, and school bullying, as well as teenage use of pharmaceutical, I don't know how to say that, antidepressants, the internet, and violence in video games and movies. I feel like that's what lockdown i feel like that's what lockdown drills are for now that i think about it because i'm only like during my school years okay i'm in ninth grade right? going into ninth grade next year and my school does my every school i've been to besides my private primary school i went to a public primary school and a private one and a public and a private high school and oh my god only two out of those three schools I have been to, I think, no, I think all three did it at least. So my, my public, the par- the public primary school I went to, we did one, and some kid actually thought that it was, there was actually somebody in the school. But it was just a drill, and we were like under the desk, literally. And I had to leave, I, wait, I think I had to leave school already that day. But like, everybody else knew it was a drill but him. So we were under the tables, some kid picked up myself, like, threw it on the floor, and I'm like, and they threw myself on the floor. I so desperately wanted to scream at them, but I didn't. And then we did one this year, but it happened, so we um, did the drill this year as well at school, but in my homeroom. So we, there's, like, this, like, bench, like, not like a, like a sitting bench, like a bench table at the wall, and then there's some smaller tables, and then there's this one big table. So most of the kids in my homeroom were hiding under the big table. I was, my brother was, a bunch of seventh graders that were in my in my homeroom. We were all hiding. One girl was like messing around with her iPad, um, screen protector, and I was thinking, if this was real, we would be the first homeroom that this somebody would go into and kill because you're making so much noise. So people were hiding everywhere that they could, and I'm like, when is this gonna be over? And then the fire alarm went off a couple of times with fire drills and everything. So I feel like that's what lockdown drills are for now that I think about it. Anyways, that's not the point. Many impropt memorials were created after the massacre, including victims Rachel Scott's car and Don Tommins' truck. Fifteen crosses, crosses for the victims and shooters were also eradicated on the top of a hill in Clement Park. Why the shooters? The shooters were the ones that killed those people. Why is sh- I get it that they, they're dead too, but the shooters were the ones who did it all. 
they were the ones that killed those people and themselves. So it's technically the shooter's fault that those people died. And they shouldn't have had to have died. The crosses for Harris and Kelbold were removed were removed later following controversy. The Columbine Memorial began planning as a permanent memorial in June of, 20, of 1999 and opened to the public on September 21, 2007. The background to it. AOL website. In 1996, 15-year-old Eric Harris created a private website on, American, on America Online AOL. It was initially for ho- to host levels WADs. Harris created, create, Harris created for use in the first-person shooter video game Doom and Doom 2, as well as Quake on the site. On the site, Harris began a blog and included details about Harris sneaking out of the house to cause mischief and vandalism, such as lighting fireworks with his friends, with his friend Dylan. Bold and others. Harris worked at a fireworks stand and had received several fireworks as a result. The mascot of Combine High School is the Rebels and they call the Sneaking Out Rebel Missions. Harris and Bobo have adopted the nicknames Reb and Vodka respectively beginning in early 1997. The blog posting began to show the first signs of Harris's anger against society. By the end of the year, the site contained instructions on how to make explosives. Harris wrote the first true pipe bombs created entirely, entirely from scratch by the rebels, Reb and Vodka. Now our only problem is to find the place that will be ground zero. So the ground zero part is referring to the 9-11 memorial. Wait, no, but this happened in 1999 before 2001. Two years before 9-11. Here's the thing. Round zero is for 9-11. If this happened, if the, sh- if the Columbine shooting happened after... Attract, attracted few visitors and caused no concern until August 1997. Harris ended a blog post retelling murderous fantasies with all I want to do is kill and injure as many of you as I can. Especially a few people like Brooks Brown, a classmate of his. Brown claims that Kelbold gave him the web address in an effort to warn him of Harris's threats of violence against him. Others suggest that it was in fact discovered by Brooks' brother, Aaron Brown. Aaron, after Brown's parents viewed the site, they cont- contacted the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office on August 7, 1997. When investigators, when investigator Michael Guerra, I can't say that, accessed the website, he discovered numerous violent threats directed against the students and teachers of Columbine High School. Guerra wrote a draft of the David uh, I can't say that either. Requesting a search warrant of Har- of the Harris household. The F- the, I'm just going to go for search warrant because that's super hard. That word is super hard to say. 
also mentioned the discovery of an explosive pipe bomb and a, and a suspicion of Harris being involved in the unsolved case. The affidavit was sub- submitted to a judge and therefore went ignored. On October 2nd, 1997, Harrison and Kelbo were suspended for hacking into the common high school computer system to get students' locker combinations. At my school, we have lockers, and it's not in the school computers at all. Like, it's literally, you have the paper. Like, you can put it on your iPad or your phone or write down a piece of paper, put the paper in your pocket, and take it home, and you will know that only you know your locker code. The only people who knew my locker code was the people that I trusted, which consists of my brother and a real a friend of mine who was like, if you need help with your locker, because I keep forgetting how to do it. Because I've got mental dis- I've got disabilities, so I, like, I can't remember. Well, like, it's hard for me to do it physically, so. I'm just, like, said, okay, you can, to me, like, for my locker, you can have a key lock. So I've had a key lock since midway through the year, and my brother has a, um, key, and my- one of my home my homeroom teacher has a key i've got a key so there's only three people who actually have a key to my locker so technically kids at my school cannot hack into school computers to get anything they want well they can get the school reports but that's it if they tried van breaking on january 30th 1999 harrison Cobb were arrested for breaking into a white van parked near littleton and stealing tools and computer equipment they were subsequently they would subsequently attend a joint court hearing they pledged guilty to the felony theft to the the judge sentenced them to juvenile diversion program as a result of delinquents attended mandatory classes such as anger management and talked with diversion officers they both were eventually released from diversion several weeks early because of positive actions in the program and put on probation nearly a year before the massacre Kelpo wrote a message in ha- message in harris 19 in Harris's 1991 yearbook, killing an enemies, blowing up stuff, killing cops, my wrath for it. January's incident will be good. Like, not to mention our revenge in the commons, the commons for slang for the school's cafeteria. Was the commons worse? Was a slang for the caf- school cafeteria? The journals. This is gonna, kind of getting freaky. Harrison Hubbub kept journals which were released to the public in 2006. In the journals, the pair would eventually document their arsenal and plan of attack. Shortly after the court hearing of the van, for the van break-in, Harris revited his website back to just hosting user-created levels of doom. He began to write his thoughts down in a journal instead. In both of these journals, Harrison Hubbub would later plot the attack soon after beginning his journal. Harris typed out one plan of attack, which included African massacre, possibly escaping to a foreign country, or hijacking an aircraft at Denver International Airport and crashing it into New York City. Why does that freaking sound like 9-11? Because planes were hijacked, in Boston, I think it was, and then were crossed into the World Trade Centers in New York City. Why did that sound like 9-11? Why did it sound like that these two people were planning 9-11?
because it said hijacking an aircraft at Denver International Airport and then cra- and crashing it into New York City. Pilbold had already been keeping a personal journal since March 1997. As early as November of that year, Pilbold had mentioned going on a killing spree. Pilbold had used his journal to vent about his personal problems as well as what he'd wear and use during the attack. I think everybody has a journal to write down their feelings and stuff, but not planning to kill people. That's not what a journal's for. You write down, like, things, like, your hobby about and, like, stuff, and, like, it's like a diary, really, where you write things that you, like, things that, like, happy things, like, positive things, not how to kill somebody, how to kill people. Harris also made entries on topics such as sexuality on his journal, where he describes the desires especially as I to I can't, why can't I not read today it's like so blurry torturing people them in his bedroom he says has also expressed interest in the cannibalism and started stated that he would like to dismember a woman with whom he could schoolwork okay now it's getting freaking freaky Harris and Kelbo also used their schoolwork to foreshadow the massacre. They both displayed themes of violence in their creative writing projects. In December 1997, Harris wrote a paper on school shooting titled Guns in School and a poem from the perspective of a bullet. Kelbo wrote a short story about a man killing students which worried his teachers so much that he, she alerted his parents. Uh, now I'm getting freaked out. Both had also actively researched war and murder for one project. Harris wrote a paper on the Nazis, and Cobo wrote a paper on the Nazis. On the Nazis, like, that happened, like, the Nazis that killed, like, all the Germans. And Kelbold wrote a paper on Charles Manson. In psychology class, Harris wrote, My dogs have done, my dogs have done something. My mom's, my mom's really angry with the dogs. My mom's angry with the dogs because our dogs do a lot of really crazy stuff when she's gone when I'm in my room doing these things. Okay, where was I at? Harris wrote a, wrote he dreamed of going on a shooting spree with Kelbo. Kelbo? Harris's journal describes several experimental bomb detonations. Oh my god, why does nobody check? Why did his their parents not check their journals? Because this is getting concerning. Oh no, there's more to the background. No. <laughs> tapes, basement tapes. Harrison Cabo were both enrolled in video production class and they kept five videotapes that were recorded with school video equipment. Only two of these hitmen for higher rampart range and part of a third known as radioactive clothing had been released. The remaining three tapes detailed their plans and reasons for the massacre, including the way they hid their weapons and deceived their parents. Most of these were shot in Harris's family basement. They and are 
this known as the basement tapes 30 minutes before the attack they made a final video saying goodbye apologizing to their friends and family uh you killed a bunch of people you killed students from people's families and some people's friends and then you're saying goodbye and apologizing to your friends and families your friends and family How, that does not make sense because you've killed they killed people and themselves and then they're apologizing to their family and their friends like that makes me sense in december 1999 before anybody else had seen them time magazine published an article on these tapes the victim's family members threatened to sue jefferson county as a result select victim families and journalists were allowed to see them and they were kept from the public indefinitely for fear of inspiring future massacres the tapes have been since been destroyed there are only some there are only transcriptions transcripts of some of the dialogue and a short clip recorded purposely by the victim's fault by a victim's father the pair claimed they were going to make copies of the tape to send to news stations but they never did when an economics class had harris make an ad for the business he and cobold made a video called hitman for hire on december 8 1998 which was released in February 2004. It despised them as part, as part of the trench coat mafia. I'll get to the trench coat mafia later because that's actually kind of creepy. A cliche in the school who wore black, a group who wore black trench coats, extorting money for production perhaps from bullies, they were apparently not a part of the trench coat mafia, but were friends with some of its members. They wore black trench coats on the day of the massacre, and the video seemed to a kind of dress rehearsal, showing them walking the halls of the school and shooting bullets outside with, a, with fake guns. On October 21st, 2003, a video was released showing the pair doing target practice on March 6, 1999, and the nearby food hills known as Rampart range with the weapons they would use in the massacre the nixon tapes before the massacre harris left a micro cassette labeled nixon in the on the kitchen table harris said it is less than nine hours now placing the recording at some time around 2 30 a.m he went on to say people will die because of me and it will be a day that people will remember forever Again, they had no motive, but that's actually freaking creepy. Weaponary. That's a lot of weapons. Just looking at this, this is a lot of weapons. Okay. Weaponary. Guns. In the months prior to the attacks, Harris and Kelbold acquired two 9mm firearms and two gauge shotguns. Harris had a high, a high point 995 carbine with 13 with 13 10 round magazines and a savage springfield's 67 h pump action shotgun kobo used a 9 by 19 millimeter intract tc9 semi-automatic handgun with one 52 minus 132 and one 28 round Magazine and Stevens 311D double barrel shotgun. I don't I know anything about guns, so I don't know what these are. Harris, sh Harris's shotgun was 
swat swat off to around 26 inches or 6 0.6 millimeters and how about the shirt and t-shirt gun length so 23 inches which is also 0.58 meters a felony under the national firearms act tanner gun show oh jesus I, mm, why does america let people have guns for nothing like i get it to protect yourself but if you're gonna use it to kill people why let people have them? In Australia, it's like illegal to have a gun without a gun license. But in America, you don't need no gun license, apparently. On November 22nd, 1998, their friend Robin Anderson purchased the carbine rifle and the two shotguns for the pair at the Tanner Gun Show. As they were too young to legally purchase the guns themselves, after the attack, she told investigators that she had believed the pair wanted the items for target shooting and that she had no prior knowledge of their plans so practically the person who brought them two of the bought two of the guns had no clue about the um shoot mascara so technically she had nothing to do with it because she had no knowledge that they were going to do that anderson was not charged three days before the shooting Caleb attended the high school prom with anderson okay so you attend prom with the girl a girl who brought you two guns that you were going to use to three days before you were going to kill a bunch of people from your school that's um not nice that's freaking me out mark mains and phil Jaren harris and Cobo both held part both held part-time jobs at a local blackjack pizza local blackjack pizza though philip a co-worker Kelba brought a tec9 handgun from marksman manny's for five hundred dollars at another gun show on january 23rd mains uh, mains girlfriend and Dern are all in the rimp heart range video after the massacre, Mans and Dern were both prosecuted. Each was charged with supplying a handgun to a minor and possession of a swelled-off shotgun. Mans and Dern were sentenced to a total of six years and four and a half total of six years and four and a half years in prison, respectively. Explosives. So it was a failed bomb. Not it wasn't supposed to be a successful shooting. It was a failed bombing, and apparently the guns were Plan B. In addition to the firearms, the complex and highly planned attack involved several improvised explosive devices. Harrison Kilbub constructed a total of 99 bombs? Oh my god, how did their parents not know they were making these bombs? My question is, what was the point of the bombs? And how did they get 99 bombs into a car without getting seen? God, there's something wrong with these people. These included pipe bombs, carbon dioxide cartridges filled with gunpowder called crickets, Molotov cocktails, and propane tanks converted into bombs. The propane bombs were used in the cafeteria, in their cars, and in another location as a diversion. For ignition, they used kitchen matches, cannot cannon fuse, and model rocket igniter. Igniters, igniters, as well as timing devices built from clocks and batteries for the cafeteria, car, and diversion bombs. During the massacre, they carried lighters as well as match strike 
workers taped to their forearms to light the pipe bombs and crickets. They had 45 crickets, eight of which detonated, nine Molotov cocktails, two of which functioned. Harris also attempted to make Neplom and Invasion of Kind of Black Pack and Flamethrower. They both attempted to get another friend and co-worker, Chris Morris, who was a part of the Trenchcoat Mafia, to keep the nap nap him at his house but he refused harris Fletcher tried to recruit him to be the third shooter but would pay it off as a joke when rebulked the pipe bombs harris's website contained directions on making pipe bombs including use of sharp panel harris parents once discovered one of his pipe bombs harris's journal logged the creation of 25 pipe bombs so his so harris's parents did find the bombs but the second shooter's parents had no knowledge of all, so he, their, so their parents didn't have knowledge of all ninety nine bombs. Okay, that's actually kind of creepy. Kelbold scared his coworkers by once bringing a pipe bomb into work. They would give various nicknames to their pipe bombs. After the massacre, two pipe bombs had been left in Kelbold's bedroom, one named Vengeance and one other named Atlanta, presumably after the Olympic Park bombing. Cafeteria bombs. They had their in their possession eight propane tanks all converted into bombs. Mm-hmm. The weekend before the shooting, Harris and Kelba brought two propane tanks and other supplies from a hardware store. They brought six propane tanks on the morning of the attack. Harris was caught on a Hexaco gas station security camera at 9.12 a.m. Buying blue rhino propane tank. Both cafeteria bombs included a single 20-pound tank, attached pipe bombs, and supporting gasoline canisters alongside the car bombs. Both car bombs were made from two 20-pound propane tanks. Pipe bombs and various containers filled with gasoline were spread throughout the vehicle. The, the vehicles, eight pipe bombs were placed in Kelbold's car and one in Harris's knives. Harris and Kelbold were both equipped with knives, but investigators did not believe they ever used them during the massacre. Harris had a boot knife on his belt and a Kyber Pass machete Bowie knife taped to the back of his ankle. Both had an art attached to the to the handle and the machete had a swaski on the sheffer i can't say that cowboy had a covert knife mounted to his belt on the left side as well as a switchable blade in his right pocket what the hell these people are insane these people are crazy like i think like they had no motive like what was the like some people think it was bullying some people say it was something else it's like why the mascot according to the, their journals and videotapes it is believed by the by investigators that the pair intended to detonate the propane bombs in the cafeteria at the busiest lunch hour killing hundreds of students after this they would shoot and stab survivors as well as Lob bombs, bombs set in their car, bombs set in their cars, 
and the parking lot would also eventually detonate, killing machines as well as possibly any police officers, paramedics, firemen, or reporters who had come to the school. However, this failed to occur since the bombs in the cafeteria and cars failed to detonate. Several official sources claimed they planned to shoot the fleeing survivors from the parking lot but moved onto the staircase on the hill at the west side of the school where the bombs failed. Other sources claim the top claim the top of the staircase where the massacre began was their pre-feared spot to wait for the bombs to go off. A total of 188 runs of ammunition were fired by the perpetrators during the massacre, firing nearly twice as much as Kelbo Paris fired his carbine rifle a total of 96 times, then discharged his shotgun 25 times. Wait, where's my calculator? I'm going to see how much that, that in total is. Okay. If my calculator will come undone. I just dropped the thing in my calculator. Okay. Hey, my calculator still works. Okay. 188 plus 96. Um, his carbine rifle discharged his shotgun 25 times. Okay. Kelbo fired his TC9 handgun 55 times. That's 55. And 12 runs from his double barreled shotgun. So that's all the ones that they did. So that's 376 bullets that they shot with all the weapons in total. The office tried 141 runs during exchange of gunfire with the shooters. So actually, I'm gonna see. Double check. Trying to get comfortable in my bed while we do this because it's so cold. Okay, planting the bombs. So, on Tuesday morning, April 20th, 1999, Harrison Cobble placed two duffel bags in the cafeteria, each bag contained propane bombs set to detonate during the A lunch shift, which began at 11.15 a.m. No witnesses were called seeing the duffel bags being added to the four hundred or so backpacks that were already in the cafeteria. A security staff at Columbine High School did not observe the bags being placed in the cafeteria. A custodian was replacing 
the school security videotape at around 11.14 a.m. shortly after the massacre. Police speculated the bombs were placed during this tape change. They also investigated whether the bombs were placed during the prom, during the after prom party held the, the prior weekend. Some internet sleuths claim the bomb placement can be seen on the surveillance video at around 10.58 a.m., so before everything happened. Jeffco Sheriff's Deputy Neil Gardner was assigned to the high school as a full-time school resource officer. Gardner usually ate lunch with the students in the cafeteria, but on April 20th, he was eating lunch in his patrol car at the northwest corner of campus, watching students in the smoker's pit in Clement Park, a meadow adjacent to the school. Two backpacks filled with pie bombs, aerosol canisters, a small propane bomb were also placed in the field about three miles or 4.8 kilometers south of Columbine High School and 2 miles, which is 3.2 kilometers south of the fire station. The bombs were intended as a diversion to draw firefighters and emergency personnel away from the school. Only the pipe bombs and one of the aerosol canisters detonated. Harrison Cowboy changed their clothes and returned separately to Columbine High School. Wait. Only the pipe bombs and one of the arson canisters that needed causing a small fire which was quickly extinguished by the fire department it was off the, after first having been moved pie bomb bomb technicians immediately examined the bombs and relied to police that the school possible the school possibility of devices with mo- motion activators harris and Cobalt changed clothes and returned separately to columbine high school harris parked his vehicle in the junior student parking lot and Cobalt parked in the adjoining senior student parking lot the school cafeteria was the primary bomb target. The cafeteria had a long outside window wall, grounding levels, and it was just north of the senior parking lot. The library was located above the cafeteria in the second story of the window, while each car contained a bomb. So technically, most of the shooting happened in the library. Here. As Harris pulled into the parking lot, he encountered a classmate, Brooke Brown, with whom had recently patched up a long-standing series of disputes to Brown, who was smoking a cigarette. He was surprised to see Harris, who he earlier noted had been absent from class from a, te- a class test. Brown confronted Harris about missing the test. Harris seemed unconcerned, committing it didn't matter anymore. Harris went on, Brooke, I l- Brooks, I like you. Now get out of here. Go home. Brown, feeling uneasy and already prepared to skip his next class, walked away down South Pierce Street. Meanwhile, Harris and Cobalt armed themselves using straps and webbing that, con- that concealed weapons made black trench coats, technically dusters. They- Cobalt wore, like, so pretty much. They were wearing a lot of different things. The cafeteria bombs failed to detonate. Uh, these bombs exploded with full power. They could have s- killed or severely wounded all four of the 488 students in the cafeteria and possibly made the ceiling collapse, destroying the pillars holding it up, dropping the library into the cafeteria. The shooting be- 11:19 a.m. The shooting begins. At 11:19 a.m., 70-year-old Rachel Scott and her friend Richard Kestold were having lunch and sitting on the grass next to the re- west entrance. Of the school, Cobalt threw a pipe bomb towards the parking lot. The bomb only particularly partially detonated, causing it to give smoke off, give off smoke. Hustle thought it was more than 
a crude senior prank. Likewise, several students during the incident first thought they were watching were watching a prank. A witness reported hearing go go before a couple of nearest pulled their guns from beneath their trench coats and began shooting. Scott was killed instantly when she was hit four times with rounds fired from Harris's carbine. One shot was the left temple. Hastelord was shot eight times in the chest, arm, and abdomen. He fell unconscious to the ground and was left paralyzed below the chest. Ares aimed his coven down the west staircase in the direction of three students, Daniel Rothbot, Seen Graves, and Lance Kirkland. The students figured, thought they were paintball guns and were about to walk up the staircase directly to the shooters. Harris fired, killing Ron, Ron, Robert, Ron Robert, while injuring Graves and Kirkland. One David Sanders, a teacher and coach of the school, was in the cafeteria when he heard the, gunfi- the gunfire and began warning students. The shooters turned and began filing west in the direction of five students sitting on the grassy hillside uh, just in, to the steps and opposite the west entrance of the school. Michael Johnson was hit in the face, leg, and arm, but ran and escaped. Mark Taylor was shot in the chest, arms, and leg, and fell to the ground where he faked up until to faked up. The other three escaped. The other three students escaped uninjured. Cobalt walked up, down the steps towards the cafeteria. He came up to Lance Kirkland, who was already wounded, lying on the ground, weakly crawling for help. Cobalt said, "Sure, I'll help you." Then shot Kirkland in the face with his gun, although gravely injured the injured Kirkland would survive graves paralyzed beneath the waist have crawled to the door of the cafeteria's west entrance and collapsed he rubbed blood on his face and played dead after shooting Kirkland Kilbub walked towards the cafeteria door and he then stepped over the injured graves to the entrance of the cafeteria graves remembered Kilbub saying sorry dude Kilbub only briefly entered the cafeteria did not shoot and did not shoot at the several people still inside officials Speculate that Cobalt went to check on the propane bombs. Harris was still on top of the stairs, shooting and severely, severely wounded and partially paralyzed 17-year-old Anne-Marie Hotshalter as she tried to flee. Cobalt came out of the cafeteria and went back upstairs to join Harris. They shot, they shot students standing close to, so- the soccer, to a soccer field, but did not hit anyone. They walked towards the west entrance. throwing pipe bombs in several directions, including one on the roof. Only a few of these pipe bombs detonated, which witnesses said, heard one of them say, this is what we always wanted to do. This is awesome. Meanwhile, art teacher Patsy Nelson was inside the school. She had noticed the commotion and walked towards the west entrance with student Brian Anderson. Nelson had intended to walk outside to tell the students, knock it off, thinking they were either filming or pulling a student prank. And Anderson opened the first set of double doors. The gunman out- shot the outside windows, injuring him with flying glass. Nelson hit the shoulder with a sharp panel. Anderson and Nelson ran back to the hall into the library, and Nelson alerted the students inside, the da- inside to the danger, telling them to get under the desk and keep silent. She died no one. Here's the thing. The first victim, Rachel Scott, her brother was in the library. Her brother didn't know that she was already dead because she was further away from him so i watched a interview of rachel scott's brother talking about the last time he ever saw his sister alive
that is a sad thing is that you don't think that these things are going to happen and hid under the library's administrative counter. Anderson fell to the floor, bleeding from his injuries, then hid inside the magazine room, adjusted to the library. At 11.22 a.m., police response. At 11.22 a.m., a custodian called Deputy Neil Gardner, the assigned resource officer to, the col- to Columbine, on the school radio, requesting assistance in the senior parking lot. The only paved route took him around the school to the east and south on the on Pierce Street, where at 11.23 a.m. he heard on his police radio that a female was down and assumed she had been struck by a car. While exiting his patrol car, the senior lot at 11, his patrol car in the senior lot at 11.24 a.m., he heard another call on the school radio. Neil, there is a shooter in the school. Harris at the west entrance immediately turned and fired 10 shots from his carbine at, at Gardner who was 60 yards away from, which is 55 meters away from him. As Harris reloaded his carving gardener, leaned over the top of his car and fired four rounds at Harris from his service pistol. Harris ducked back behind the building. Oh my God, like, I can't, this is a lot and I can't do all of this. Come back for the second episode. Come back for part two of this episode.